Welcome once again to Devotional. This is Pastor Ariel. We are on lesson number two entitled Blueprint for a Better World. Well, we are going to be gearing up this week for some uh, busy time. We have Vacation Bible School taking place at the Monroe Church starting this Wednesday at 6. And so if you um, would like to come, bring your kids over. Uh, you can actually go and register right now if you like. You can go to monroesda.church backlash BDS. Again, monroesda.church backlash at um, a BDS. And uh, you can register there. Um, hope to see you there, and I'm trying to get some of these recordings done <laughs> before BBS comes because next week is ministerial as well. So I'm in a bit of a crunch in trying to get these uh, episodes, and so, but I didn't want to miss this one because God gave me uh, one specific insight that I wanted to pass on to you. Um, blueprint for a better world. Uh, some people may misread the title and think, "Hey, here's a blueprint to make this present world better," but that's not the point of. The lesson and specifically I'm going to use them to take one point out of the lesson from Thursday um, in regards to the year of Jubilee it made me think about the the major uh, philosophical economic systems that we have in the world we're not going to talk about all of them but two in particular uh, communism and capitalism you probably have heard those in the news you know we were, suppo we're supposed to think communism is bad capitalism is not so bad is <laughs> probably good um, but do you know what that means and I was, I thought I knew, and I had a pretty decent, decent idea, but I went to Webster's Dictionary, and communism basically means that the goods are owned in common, meaning everybody owns everything uh, in equality. But who, who gears, who determines what equality is? Of course, the government. And ultimately, the government is the one that owns and distributes everything evenly. And you only need to go to Cuba on vacation to see how good that's gone, right? Or go to China. It hasn't worked. It doesn't work. And that's because there's a part of the equation that is wrong. It's uh, goods owned by, by uh, in common by everybody or the government. Either case is the, the things, the possessions are owned by humans. And that's the problem. Possessions that are owned by humans. Capitalism is that everything is owned in, by private sectors or corporate entities. Um, so we, we think, you know, capitalism is a bit better because there's no one government trying to, you know, control everything. Every, we have some more freedom, some more leverage. But I would argue that neither of these systems function. You have poverty and exploitation in both. You have ghettos and drugs and corruption and all those things in both. You always have the, the people at the top faring well and those at the bottom barely making it, both in communism and capitalism. And that is because both models fail in that the control of the possessions ultimately lie in the hands of other humans. And that's the messed up part. Now, I mean, I'm glad I'm the United States. Uh, I'm glad that we have freedom of religion, you know, freedom to open a business, etc. Those are good things. But ultimately, the, the, we were just talking about this uh, a week ago as far as pensions, right? For the retired people, retired teachers. There's tons of money that has been put in reserve there to take care of the retired teachers over the long run. But when the people in power sit down and look at that money, uh, our elder Jim Hamster mentioned that, they'll say, hey, we need money to do this or that. Oh, look, there's just all this money just sitting there for the retired teachers. We'll borrow, you know, a couple of millions with the full intention, of course, putting it back someday 
and it never does. And so benefits get cut. My in-laws in Puerto Rico are constantly finding themselves with a tighter and tighter budget because the government, the, the ultimate power of possession of goods is ultimately in the hands of humans, which was a big epiphany for me. Uh, as much as you want to push communism or capitalism, they're the same thing. They're the same thing. At the end of the day is humans in control of the possessions of resources of planet Earth. And they both fail miserably. Um, right now, uh, Puerto Rico is going through a huge unrest um, asking for the governor of Puerto Rico, um, Ricky, Ricardo Roselló, to resign because they found all this corruption that took place while Maria, the disaster of Maria, was ravaging the island. The corruption of deep-pocketing money that was coming to help the island and these individuals had no heart and they were Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans stiffing and gouging resources that were supposed to go to the poorer people, the defenseless people, the vulnerable. That's the problem with communism and capitalism and all the other isms that we have on planet Earth in which humans are placed with the control of possessions. The Bible presents a different model. I'm going to read it to you from Leviticus chapter 23 that is related to the year of Jubilee. And when I read that, I'm, that's what triggered my... My thought process, you know, how does this measure up with what we've been able to concoct as far as human modes of relating to poverty and uh, exploitation? Leviticus 23, 23 says, the land must not be sold permanently. Why? <laughs> because the land is mine and you reside in my land. God, in the model presented by the Bible, God is the owner of everything. And I think that's a huge uh, difference. Now, not the church, because <laughs> we also have that in history, right? And when the, when the church, which again are humans, were in control of possessions and governments, messed this whole thing up. God would tell his own people, his own people. This is not God talking to the Philistines or the Am Ammonites or Moabites. He's talking to his children. You don't owe the land. I own it. I own everything. And because of that, I know how to prevent poverty and uh, the, the vulnerable segments of society that always get taken advantage of, the poor, etc. And that will not be so in the, the nation that I govern. And that's beautiful to me. Um, you know, the, the year of Jubilee presented as God as the ultimate owner of everything because on that on that year no matter how powerful you'd become no matter how savvy and maybe even through corruption no matter how much you had accrued um, during those 50 years on that year you lost it all but you didn't lose everything you still kept was rightfully yours through inheritance from your family but anything else that you had accrued through other people's misfortunes through other people's you know, sickness or illness or whatever that forced them to sell themselves or sell their land. On that year, everything was equalized. And God said, it's no longer yours. It goes back to the original owner or their families and their descendants. And if there aren't any, those closest kin will raise family for them. It's beautiful. When you read the, the economic process in which God tried to bring is a system in which exploitation and put a huge check on greed actually worked actually worked um well would have worked if god's people would not continually backsliding and going off and trying to imitate other nations um but you know 
Jubilee. Some people will say, well, man, I'm sure glad I wasn't there because I'm rich. I would not want to be part of God's people because then I could not be of the top 1% or 3% or whatever top percent you, would, you think you would want to be. But you know, the year of Jubilee was not anti-rich or anti-wealthy either. What I, th I began to realize is the year of Jubilee was a big check mark, a big reality check on humans. Let's hypothetically say that God did not institute the year of Jubilee and people could own whatever they had accrued, right? I, I, I monopolized all this land. Well, at the, when they die, they lose it anyways. You would lose it anyways. So the year of Jubilee was a check in, your, in the reality of the fact that you will lose it anyways. So it's not yours. Sin has taken everything for, from you because sin will lead you to death. So people, the rich people were left with a reality check of, I need more than possessions. Life is more than gaining huge possessions. There's more to this. There's more to life. What is there is obtaining life. And the only way to obtain life is to deal with sin. And at the heart of the Jubilees, at the heart of all the feasts was the sanctuary. And at the heart of the sanctuary was sacrifice. Pointing to a God that owns everything because he created everything. And pointing to a God that owns everything because he redeemed everything by the cross. And this is the God you and I are called to worship. A God that lovingly puts checks and balances to prevent us from being deceived that somehow without Him, we can have life. I sincerely hope you received a special blessing from today's episode on devotional. I pray it has inspired you to turn the study of God's Word into a daily habit, as well as using the study tool of our Sabbath School lesson. If you haven't yet subscribed on iTunes or whichever platform you listen in, would you please do so now? This way, you will be notified each time I publish a new episode. It would also mean a lot to me if you would leave a rating and a review of this podcast. You doing this will help others discover the spiritual resource. I would really appreciate this. I would love for you to connect with me through my Facebook page, Devotional Podcast. There's a link in the show's description that will take you there. I will regularly post additional resources there as well. It would be so good to hear what you like and what I could do to make this podcast a bigger blessing for you. Lastly, would you consider making a monthly 99 cent contribution to this podcast? It would help offset the long-term cost of producing each episode. Thanks again for listening. Look forward to our next time together in the next episode of Devotional. Until then, this is Pastor Ariel inviting you to devote all you are and all you have to our Lord Jesus Christ.